It's <laughs> a good reference. So does that mean that? Does that mean? Oh, the... this isn't gonna make it into the episode on YouTube. What? Yeah, it is. Elvis. What? Hey, I, I said something about Elvis. What were you gonna say? Oh, oh, what that clock. Oh. Thing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see. It. Like, I didn't doing? see it. But hey, then I saw Don, it. how you doing? Uh, everyone, welcome to Dude Soup. Uh, today we're going to be talking uh, games in the month of July that are coming out. The Steam Summer Sale. Uh, some scary news about China. And uh, some other things. Yeah, okay. that's right. We're getting we're going to be wholesome and then we're going to be serious. Okay, um, that sounds like fun. Okay. Anyways, how's everyone doing? Doing well. It's a Monday. It's a Monday, uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it is a Monday. We got... In the house, the Willemses, Elise and James, Yay. as Thanks well so much as for having us. Oh, for I'm sure. Waiting. As well as I'm Lindsay waiting. Washburn. They're they're making a lot of noise outside. They're like bang, bang, bang yeah, on we the wall. Always... Oh yeah, construction time. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Didn't John? know that before we chose to put you on the podcast. So thanks for the heads up, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> uh, so first off. One thing that we can all revel in during these times is that video games still exist and we can escape our, our horrible, horrible reality. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah. mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, and also, James and I are going to move to China and do Kung Fu school, no, but you're not. we'll talk we about that later. To, we need to fine-tune some of the details, but... Yeah. No, um, so this month in gaming... I'm going to just kind of read off some games, and I want you all to tell me which ones you're excited about, or if you couldn't give a flip about any of them. Okay. Um, So July 10th, we got Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2, Pixel Adventure, as well as Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise. I know we did. Mm -hmm. Start with Bloodstained. Can I just talk a little bit about Bloodstained? Sure. Yeah, go for it. So so there's Bloodstained... We, there's two Bloodstained games already. Mm-hmm. But Bloodstained, one of them Curse of the Moon. At, mm-hmm. Ritual of the Night, right? Yeah, and Curse of the Moon and Ritual of the Night. Curse of the Moon is the Castlevania OG. Yeah, yeah. Homage. And then, Cur- what's the other Ritual, one? Ritual of the Night Ritual is of the, the night one that's like the Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, because I've, I've been playing, I played a lot of Ritual of the Night it was on sale and I got it. It's really fun. It kind of slows down towards the end game of that. It like really starts to bog itself down. But it was a lot yeah. of fun. And but then I always assumed it was a sequel to the other Bloodstained. But I guess it's not because now the sequel is coming out for the other Bloodstained. Now I Correct. understand. Okay. I think Curse of the Moon was like something they gave to Kickstarter supporters because Ritual of the Night was taking so long or something. Okay. I might be wrong. <laughs> but I remember like... Me. It's like hmm? it's almost like weird because I'm sure this is not the, the process that happened, but it's like, oh no, our game is taking too long. Better pause on that to make another game that they'll mm-hmm. tie them over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sure it was two different teams and, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. I don't know yeah. if that really was the case, but it seemed like it was because I remember hearing, it was like, oh, Bloodstained News. Like, is Ritual of the Night coming out? No, it's this smaller... 2D like mm-hmm. NES type game. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So July fourteenth, we got Sorry. Death Stranding coming to PC. Can, can I just... Rocket Arena? Oh, at least 
I think there's a major like delay mm-hmm. in in our. I guess we should preface that for the audience listening and watching. I think there's a major delay in, in more our, than usual. More than usual, for but what? also, I the audio. <laughs> <laughs> I, the didn't audio? Know, okay. I didn't even oh. know that I didn't know Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 was even a thing that was coming out. Can I just say that's I feel like that's how detached I feel from the world. Deadly Premonition 2, I'm so curious about. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that original game. I, it's a cult classic. It's weird. But I'm just so curious about like what this new game could be. I'm happy for Alana. I am happy for her. I yes. know she's probably really excited about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got to be a big deal. All right. Thank you for that, Elise. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so let me start over. July 14th, we got Death Stranding to PC. <laughs> it's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this is the best dude soup I think we've ever done. Because... Hey, For whatever reason, the lag, the lag is so bad in the audio that we're doing. It's like, am it's I like not synced so up with my video? Because you guys you are, look like, normal. You guys are synced yeah, up you with your video. Yeah, you guys look normal, and I hear everything normally, too. I think maybe I your like brains maybe are lagging, them? James and Elise. You got carbon monoxide leak over there. You seen aliens? <laughs> but whatever the normal is, is not normal. It's not, it's not normal. Up. But maybe, it's funny yeah, maybe it's just something for them. So then everyone talks and interrupts each other, and then and then you're it was like, all right, well we'll shut up for a second so that way John could just talk, and then a police car drove by, and the uh-huh. siren interrupted. Uh, okay, let me start over. July fourteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the do the intro. Do dude soup intro all the way from the top. Let's hey everybody, top. welcome to dude soup. Um, we got Death Stranding to PC, Rocket Arena, which you know. I was very excited for during the E3 press release conference video mm-hmm. E3 mm-hmm. and then Neon Abyss a game yeah. I didn't know anything about but it basically looks like I forgot the game I'm thinking of <laughs> uh, but it looks like a game with guns wait hold on wait so why are you excited <laughs> does anyone do you know I what forgot Neon what the is? Dead Cells. It looks like Dead Cells with guns. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a roguelite. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelite with a lot of intense fighting, except mm-hmm. you have guns. And it, with it being a roguelite, roguelite, I'm guessing that each time you start, you'll get different guns and you can find different guns. And there's a mm-hmm. bunch of crazy ass combinations and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it looks, it the aesthetic looks really good and it yeah. looks super intense. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out. How excited are you for Rocket Arena, Lindsay? Oh, I was just mostly excited to watch you like manic clicking around in this dock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, dude soup dock open and, you know, you know, I'm one of those people that likes to fidget with stuff while they're while they're mm-hmm. interacting. So I'm literally just clicking all around the dock as we as we discuss. Mm-hmm. I just started checking out the list and I was like, <laughs> Rocket Arena, though, <laughs> totally. Tell me all about it, even though I already know, and I'm really excited about it. Rocket Rocket um, Arena was that trailer where it was like it looked like Rocket League, but then the cars would explode, and then people would hop out of the cars. Yeah, they're right. And then run oh, is it? Our people. Wait, but then oh. isn't it? Whoa. No, I mean no, it's no. Awesome. Rocket it's Arena a, no, no, is no, no, the no. one. Rocket, Rocket Arena. The one on the, the I can explain. On Rocket Arena is a three v three shooter. Mm. So it's yeah. kind of like um, there's that game that just came out a couple months ago. 
That Team was Fortress a, too. No, it was like a four v four vicious shooter. circle. Not vicious circle. Um, what fuck what was it? Oh, called? bleeding like a, edge. Bleeding edge. Mm. To me, it it looks like it's like a few steps mm. above bleeding edge. Um, I'm excited for us because I feel like a three v three arena shooter for us is something that we would record and play together. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how this game will fare in the in the, in terms of lasting power as a as a game and something that people keep playing. Sometimes this is the a super. I'm prefacing this by saying it's a super privileged perspective. Yes. Super privileged. Yes. But sometimes because of what we do, I have to think of games not as things that I can do to entertain me for X amount of hours, but think of them in terms of content. I feel like mm-hmm. it means that I gloss over things or remove the potential of things. Your brain's rewired in a certain it, way. Now. And again, it's it's a privilege because I get to I get to li- live and work and so do with everything in this yeah. world. So I'm, I want to acknowledge that. But it is weird how it has rewired my brain because like we played that that roller derby game. Roller champions. Roller champions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, that was so much fun. Oh, well, this is all I can ever do with it. Because yeah. I don't know that we could have five, ten episodes of roller champions on our channel. I just don't think people would yeah. watch that. And, um, but it's weird because if I was just someone playing video games, I might be like, hey, John, do you want to play roller champions tonight? Because it was fun. You know? Do you? Uh, not really. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like what Elise is saying about Rocket Arena really falls into this category because it, it feels like it could be a fun thing. But we're going to view it or I'm going to view it as this very simple shooter that will do one episode on the channel. So it says that we've played it, but there you can't do five to ten episodes. But I worry mm-hmm. that that's going to pull me away from actually playing the game. You know, that's yeah. that's a weird perception on some of these games that I think is unique to a very small section of people. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think about the history of online multiplayers. You mm-hmm. got. You got Dave Defeat. Uh, you got all these different games where it's all about how many people can we fit into the multiplayer map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have games like League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, where it's restricted numbers. And it's mm-hmm. all about the teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like, I may be wrong, but it seems like it's very hard to break into that um, that more restrictive, smaller numbers combat because one, the skill ceiling is like um, much higher. You could say rather than just running around shooting people, you actually have to work on teamwork and strats and everything a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot harder to like. If you have a 32-person server, but there's only 12 people in there, you can still have a good time. Like, you don't need full servers. But with a game like this and any other game, um, if you don't have people to make a full team, you're not going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's something that it's really hard for these games to stay alive because... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people will check it out, play a little bit, and then never come back. And then yeah. the people that do want to stick around are waiting so long in queues because there's so few people actually playing that it takes a long time mm-hmm. to queue up and actually get into a game. Or they're just uh, still playing Overwatch. 
Yeah, or they're just still playing Overwatch. That's the other thing, Elise, uh, that Elise brings up, is that there are a lot of games that do this so well that the people looking for that, like, team-based combat already have a bunch of options. Like, mm-hmm. the people that are going to be the real devoted fans already have some great things to choose from. Yeah, they have and to then, like, some- For example, like, when I see a game like this, I'm like, that looks cool. And then it just makes me want to go and play the game that I already am familiar with. Yeah. Even if yeah. I haven't played it in like, you know, a year, for example. I haven't played Overwatch in a year, but me looking at this, I'm like, maybe I should get back into Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. not necessarily a good thing for that, you know, game, but. This game has to bring should- something really, really original. Mm-hmm. Rockets. Yeah, like it's, well, it's, what's more original than rockets? I say it is weird because it's a hearkening back, like watching it now, remembering what game it is. But it feels like it, it seem it's a throwback to like the Quake kind yeah, of style. Yeah, is that what it's based the, on? Like, is that Quake mod? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's based on necessarily, but it feels Ooh. like it's like someone went Smash Brothers plus Quake with a sprinkling of Team Fortress Two. You know, like well, wasn't Lawbreakers we... that same sort of thing where they're trying to get the Unreal Tournament Quake kind of yeah Lawbreakers combat? is like what like five v five or six v six I thought it was three v three no no, no Lawbreakers was full team that. versus full team it was basically Overwatch but with the modern like the COD you know COD Modern oh, Warfare uh, vibe to it so it like took itself way more seriously. The, the firefights were supposed to be way more intense and potentially like skill based or whatever, um, but it still was team based objective combat. And then it had zero G thrown in just for fun. <laughs> um, yeah. My favorite Lawbreakers memory is going to the early, or very, very early preview event, I think at PAX Prime, uh, very a very long time ago, because I knew someone who was working on the game. And then mm-hmm. Adam and I went. We sat down and played, and then Adam got something like 30 kills in like <laughs> one game. He, they'd never seen anything like that happen before. <laughs> and they also had to like rework a character because he basically revealed how broken the character could be. But even at some <laughs> of these events, most of them are like games journalists and very casual fans with press badges that aren't like most most people aren't good at games is the truth of it. Mm-hmm. The people that play those games ranked and are really good or are on Twitch and stuff are really good, but most people aren't very good at games. So when you take like yeah. someone like Adam who's very good at those types of games and put him in a room with those guys, it was just a slaughter. But it was fun seeing yeah. them react to that. <laughs> uh, does anyone care about Death Stranding on PC? All I really care about is maybe seeing what kind of mods come from it. Yeah, Yeah, definitely modded. I will say this. It's easier to have a game like that on PC than it is to have on my PlayStation because on my PlayStation, it means that when I want to play the next game, I have to delete it. (laughs) So I recently had to delete Death Stranding for my PS4 to play Last of Us, which is a Mm -hmm. problem that you don't really have on PC. So maybe there's a chance that like and since I deleted it from PS4, that basically means I'll never play it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like. But if it's on your PC and there's room for it, you might be like, oh, I got some time this Saturday. Maybe I'll walk around the apocalypse. I deleted two Call of Duties so I could put The Last of Us. Yeah, two of them. I said, goodbye. See ya. Gotta play (laughs) The Last of Us, too. See ya never. Um, Also, with Death Stranding, all you're doing is walking. Mm -hmm. You You could put on a TV show or something on your PC. 
So you're you're walking, multitasking. Well, you know be that great. game is oh, not God. challenging. You know what'd be great <laughs> if they had kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy 15, where they like were like, and we're putting multiplayer in because we want it to sell it again for people on PC. If they said we're doing Death Stranding like multiplayer, where you and one or two other friends can like log into the same world and like traverse together, I think that'd be a lot of oh, fun. Oh yeah, that would you be. I do that. I'd walk around wherever. Just Heck yes. Yeah. Listen to the if I radio. I can play as Mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I like a fake. It did. It's been so <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, I was like, as I was I laughing. I was trying to remember who Mama was, oh, but yeah. the saying "I can play as Mama" just objectively or without context, <laughs> I thought it was stands funny. on its own. Uh, so July seventeenth. This is These are that. the big ones. This These are the big yeah. ones of the month. Big yes. time. Whoa. We got oh. Ghost of Tsushima and brrr, drum roll, please. Brrr, uh. Paper Mario, the Origami King. That's oh right. Oh, my God. Paper Mario back. <laughs> Lindsay doesn't Lindsay. know what a drum sounds like. <laughs> She went, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like the ambiance, like echoing the audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the reverb of the drums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I heard Lindsay so, like, quietly like boo. I was just like boo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, boo. we bonded over Paper Mario before. <laughs> I, I love it so much. I was never able to play either of the Paper Marios because uh, I, I basically had the games I had and I never bought more. Uh, do you have a, do you have a game functioning Cube GameCube? I do. Because you can borrow my copy of Thousand Year. I have I have Thousand Year Door, and then I have the Wii one. I have the Wii one. What's the Wii one? And I'm not talking about the little one. I'm talking about the one for the Wii. <laughs> the little one would be the GameCube one because the disc is small. Yeah. Wait, the there was a third Paper Mario. Yeah, there's, there's the wait. What was it on SNES? Right. He no, first, it was 64. Oh, was 64 the is the first Mario. Paper Mario. Then there's the GameCube. And the GameCube one. But it all super And then Super, super Paper Mario, Mario is super the one Mario for Mario RPG. Yeah, Super Mario RPG. That's where the whole journey began. Oh, was that yeah. Battle yeah, of the super Seven Mario Stars RPG. or whatever. What? Well, Super oh, yeah. Mario RPG has uh, sequels with the Mario and Luigi Super Saga or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Those are the 3DS, the DS titles? Inside Out. Yeah, they're on, yeah, they're on GBA Story. DS. Mm-hmm. I gotta really go to a doctor stuff. about my hand before I start playing more games on the Switch. Oh my god! Yeah, like because we've been taking turns playing Last of Us, and it's, I because I, I stopped playing Animal Crossing, so my hand is getting you know a break. But then now I'm Paper Mario's coming out, and I'm gonna be playing that yeah. all day. You've been playing with your Pro Controller or holding your Switch? I well, I usually like to just play things on my Switch and not port it to the TV. Check it out. They're what a little bulky that? and they don't but have that, motion controls. Yeah, but they, this it doesn't is, have the rumble either, right? No, but I yeah. don't care for that. How much you pay for um, those? What are, can you explain like to the for, list, listening audience okay, what it is? Yeah, so Damon. for viewers, this is there's a uh, hold on. Yeah, there is a. I think the only officially licensed Nintendo uh, like controller maker or at least for a long time it was, is this company called Hori, H-O-R-I. And they've been making dope-ass third-party controllers. I, I think it's second-party or something like that. 
because um, they're officially licensed. Hori is like one of the premier arcade stick uh, mm-hmm. manufacturers. But they made an amazing N64 controller where you're not holding it like a stupid gun. It's like a normal controller. They have the Game Boy SNES, uh, or sorry, the GameCube SNES controller, which is amazing. Those still sell online for like $200 on eBay because they're such good controllers for doing retro stuff. Um, And this is the Hori Split Pad Pro 6. It's basically a pro controller that's split in half with Joy-Con slots. So you, you, you slide it onto your switch and it basically turns the switch into like, um, like a full controller, uh, Mm -hmm. switch. So it's mobile, it's mobile switch. So you got the switch with the choice joy cons locked in, but you got, Oh, such, such control. It's so sweet and so beautiful. Can I you love play it. it, but can you play it without it being locked in? Does it? Have yeah, to be I think so. It? I think you can. Okay, but it's just weird. If you're gonna do it mm-hmm. that way, just use your a pro controller if you got one. Well, maybe I don't, I don't you have to choose. To buy both. Maybe I don't. Yeah, want maybe to you buy don't both. have to buy both. I don't want to if buy those. I just that, want the doctor to take my hands off. Yeah, if Lindsay, I do that, your hand. <laughs> Lindsay, your hands. I'd 3D print a holder for my for it so that. that you so Lindsay, together. are you gonna play Pepper Mario, Pepper Pepper Mario with a Pepper pro controller? Mario. I don't have a pro controller. Oh, do we have any extra at the office? None that she's All allowed have... to borrow. You also have this thing. <laughs> with her the poison- thing oh, that, yeah. I do like, have that thing that he has. I have that. Yeah, that, uh, that it comes with the switch where you just slide thing. the Joy Cons in, make it a controller. So I might use that, but I am gonna play. Paper, Pe- 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 Mario. Pe- Mario. I'm so Pe- excited. Like this, and this felt like but, you know we haven't been anticipating it for that long. It got announced, and so it's not like we've been agonizing, waiting for years for it to come out, which is actually really nice. I do feel like it's a game that I need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to bring me a lot of joy and comfort. We're not talking about Ghost of Tsushima though. Don't not forget, yet. same day. Not yet. Same day. Well, we'll both be busy. Same day. Mm-hmm. What a choice to make. My goodness. This is why you marry someone that also likes video games, so that way you you don't even have to... I'm not even going to have to play the entirety of either of these games. I mean, you'll play all of Ghost of Tsushima. Maybe I take I don't, a turn I mean, I'll probably Mario. watch you play some Ghost of Tsushima, but... While I, you're playing Mario? Yeah, while I'm playing... She's like, Switch. you're not going to play my Mario. <laughs> no, I, 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 understand, I understand our relationship as it comes to Nintendo games now. At first, when... We ended up with two with two switches, one switch each. I was like, "Well, this is fine because we can swap cartridges. We can." But then mm-hmm. she's made it her mission to always get digital download when possible, so that way I can't. Better swap. friend Viro. Uh huh. And, and yeah. <laughs> so I understand. Come on, James. So I'll probably play Paper Mario eventually, but I don't know if I'll play it when. But you're gonna play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I mean, I need to finish Last of Us. You Who can, knows how many more you days You can order me a physical copy of Paper Mario. I'll just wait. <laughs> I bet you guys will finish Last of Us this week. <laughs> I think so. We probably will. But yeah. either way, I, I think then I need to make sure I finish Final Fantasy, and then I'm allowed to get Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so you're not that's not a day one purchase for you if you haven't finished Final Fantasy? 
I'd be very surprised if I hadn't finished Final Fantasy by then. I am 30-something hours into that game, so. John and Lindsay, can I ask, which one are you prioritizing between these two titles? Lindsay? Paper Mario. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Makes sense, makes sense. I'm probably not going to play the other game at all. I'm going to do Ghost of Tsushima. All the way. Paper Mario, I'll be playing Thousand Year Door. Mm-hmm. You want to borrow it? You're welcome to. Could I borrow it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you can, can borrow the Wii one too. Not, again, not the little your one. Balcony. You're not uh, gonna be able to borrow anything. It's gonna be digital download on her Switch. This is what she does. She promises borrowing, but then it turns out <laughs> unless you, you want to get it sorry. early, Elise, you know where to From do that. The place Secrets. that breaks street. That date. place we know about. That's that illegal, and date. that makes you guys complicit. <laughs> no, I don't do that. No. They say they say it's legal. They say I'm it's gonna, legal, so I trust them. This company that John and I both know that does this, I'm going to call them today, and I'm going to say, hey, are mm-hmm. you planning on selling that early? Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's bad news. I'm going to call them And today. then she's going to wink over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Squish. And they're like, great, thanks, bye. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so those are the big hitters. We mm-hmm. just got one more date of some games. You know, there were a lot of other games, but I'm just doing July twenty eighth, mm-hmm. end of the month, the Destroy All Humans remake, a game called Other Side, which basically looks like Gothic XCOM, uh, and then Grounded, a game that looks very cool because it's basically Honey I Shrunk the Kids. The it's game. It's Lindsay's joint. I am mm-hmm. very excited about this game because this is totally my cup of tea. I played the demo, and and oh. I'm fully excited to maybe do a video for this one. I think I saw this game like trailer maybe during PAX of last year when I was still at Couch Shop and I was like, I want to play that game. And then when I started working with you guys, I put it on my list of like, I'm going to make sure that we play this game. And it's almost nine months later. Here it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) It's here. I don't know. I don't know anything about this game. It's It's sort of like. Do you want to describe the demo? So basically, you, you know, those kind of sandbox games or ish that where you're building and you're crafting. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Rust. It's like Ark a little bit. It's like uh, Raft or what are the what are the other ones where you build yeah. shelters yeah. and you hunt. But, so it's but it's that. But it's like you're in your Last backyard. Oasis. Oh, OK. So you're honey. I shrunken <laughs> kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you so do I, in the demo I, that you played? I fought a couple of bugs. I had to find some um, uh, like materials, like leaves and blades of grass. You cut a blade of grass down like a tree and you take big planks of grass to build your little shelter. Whoa. So I did that and uh, I had to climb up a big a big wire so I could get to the top and figure out why the thing. And I didn't know what it was that I was messing with because it was some sort of science experiment, but it looks really cool because it looks like there's some little um, like quests essentially that you got to do while still having sort of like a a creative ish like build and craft kind of world. So can you can you uh, befriend an ant and name the ant Auntie? Yeah, let me ask you this question. I hope so. Ride it until it dies. As someone that was horribly heartbroken rewatching Tiny I Shrunk the Kids when I was a kid and every time that that the ant died. Auntie. Auntie died. Oh, yeah. Um, is this going to traumatize me all over again fighting these bugs? Yes. 
I just what was a scorpion doing in their backyard? That suburban. <laughs> oh, home? and Lindsay, is do you what do you eat? Like, do you eat food that the big people have dropped? Like how in the movie they've got an Oreo cookie or whatever. Um, I hope so. The demo didn't have anything like that. It had like um, some sap, so I had to eat mm. some sap. I mm. think, and you have to drink the water from the droplets like of dew because if you drink it from the ground, it's dirty. It's um, funny, I but think. I don't you- remember. What mm-hmm. the food stuff was, but I think like I ho- I hope that they would put something like that in where it's like a piece of an oatmeal cream pie and you're like, <sighs> you know, you can dive into if it. I want to... that in real life. I want an mm-hmm. oatmeal cream pie piece that's like this big, and mm-hmm. then on top of it, it's just like a big glob of frosting, and I want to eat it like the kid eats the cake in you know Matilda. I want to eat a oatmeal cream pie that big. <laughs> Nice. Can we make this happen? Good news for John's allergies because the pollen is too big to get in his nose, so he doesn't have to worry about it. These are all references to a film <laughs> called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was going to make another reference, what, which was if you are you if you go up to water and you try to drink from it, but then the surface tension sucks you in, and then you're stuck inside the water like Woody yeah, Allen. Right. The droplets. Mm-hmm. He's right. Someone posted it's on from movie details recently yep. that there was a, they were like, oh, they're really small and Howl's moving castles. So when they pour the tea, the tea is really small. It's like, so the tea comes out in like a bloop because that's what it would look like. It's just a drop of tea. So as opposed yeah. to a lot of tea, because of how surface tension works, it's just like a bloop. But then I was like, but what does that do to your insides if you drink something? Like, I feel like when just- you're smaller, it wouldn't feel as good to drink things because you molecularly the size difference of that might not be yeah. to drink. It's going to be more okay, like nerd. jelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the molecules ratios. That's, right? that's gonna be terrifying. Thrown. Am I crazy? Yeah. I haven't thought about that. So those are Thank you every, for that. That's every single game <laughs> that's coming out in July. There are no other games. Don't think that's true. I will not acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. No other games. I don't think, I don't think that there's uh, any no games. Speaking of games, let's hear, or no. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of games, it's time for the Steam Summer Sale. That's right. Steam Summer Sale is live. James keeps throwing a wrench into my works. Uh, what did I do? I haven't done anything. But before we talk about the Steam Summer Sale, let's possibly hear a word from our sponsors. Wait, let's possibly hear a word from our sponsor. That doesn't. It's because that doesn't, don't, <laughs> don't know there's an ad in I know, it yet. but he didn't. He didn't set it up in a way where we could cut that. <laughs> because if it's in the show. But then you know it goes. It's it goes. Show, it's it just goes, him saying, let's possibly. It just. It just would be big black text that says you didn't, and then it would come back. You go but, no sponsor. But and then if it's here, I'll, show, I'll do it again. No, Sorry, Omar, you got to get in the show. It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me because if it's in the show, it's him going, let's possibly hear a word. No yeah. confidence. Let's possibly. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, I can't. I can't have any physical reactions. It's so hot with these curtains drawn. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Before we talk about the steam summer cell, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Hello, everyone. Who is ready for the summer of animation? That's right. HBO Max is fully loaded with every type of animated show you could like. They got kid stuff. They got adult stuff. They got basically most of the good Studio Ghibli movies and a whole buttload of anime. 
Uh, I got some highlights here. I've been using HBO Max, been loving it. Went through and found all of the animated shows I could personally recommend. If you are not familiar with the early 2000s animation boom of Cartoon Network, we got Chowder. We got Marvelous Adventures of Flapjack. We got a bunch of other titles, but those are the two that I want to hone in on and recommend to you. They were ahead of their time. They are bonkers, ridiculous, hilarious, nothing else like them. Um, In terms of anime... We got Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, the loyal adaptation of the manga, not the first one that strayed from the path. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is one of the best shows ever. Uh, there's also Death Note, which is a classic, and Erased, something I did not think I would be into. And then by the end, I was crying my eyes out. All right. So, you know, just they also have, well, what, 60 seasons of South Park or whatever. It's nuts. But yeah, so it's Summer of Animation. HBO Max, I highly recommend it. All of this stuff is exclusive to HBO Max as well, so you're not going to find it anywhere else. There's something for everybody. So if you want to get a free trial of HBO Max right now, you can either click the link in the description or you can go to bit.ly slash HBO Max soup. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash H-B-O-M-A-X-S-O-U-P. Bit.ly slash HBO Max soup to get your free trial today. And let's celebrate the summer of animation. All right. So the Steam Summer Sale. I had each of you go through every single game that's available in the Steam Summer Sale. Rate each one of them individually and come up with your top 12 recommendations. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You got How it. about we start? Yeah. I put it in alphabetical order. I have one. <laughs> I would say instead what we did is we didn't do that and we just lifted some, listed some things that we found that we thought uh-huh. were cool. Well, we're going to go in alphabetical order. I'll go so let's first. start with E-dubs. Okay, so What do you recommend in there, Elise? Uh, and these are all games that I've What's on your Elise? Is there a list? What's on your Elise? These are all games that I have played, but I do think that there was some that I was like, oh, that's exciting. That's a good price. I just checked that out. Um, I put Life is Strange 2, which the, you can get the first episode for $1.99, or you can get the bundle wow. of the entire season, five episodes, for fourteen sixty two, mm. which is a great deal because um, that's what that's like less than $3 per episode. And mm-hmm. this game, I, I love this franchise, and I felt like the second season didn't get as much due as it deserved. It's really, really well written, really, really well performed. And it tackles, and not, not, I know you're looking for a fun gaming experience, but it tackles some themes that I think are just really relevant and important right now mm-hmm. in the, especially in North America, the kind of world that we're living in and what's going on. And it's a story of like brotherly love and friendship. Uh, and I, I just thought it was really, really beautiful. Um, the Sherlock Holmes franchise, uh, which I is, you know, I am known for. They've got. We a know sale you on. love those <laughs> Sherlockin <laughs> adventures. I do. They've got a sale on, on like basically all their titles. So like Devil's Daughters, four ninety nine, Crimes and Punishments, seven forty nine, The Wayback Playbacks, like the Sherlock Holmes, The Awakened is two forty nine, Testament of Sherlock Holmes is four ninety nine. If you just want a relaxing evening in, maybe draw the curtains, play, have some music. You know, go solve find a murder. A, well, yeah, go go find like a Spotify station or something or Google Music that plays like dark and stormy sound effects, you know, you set the moods. You don't want to miss out on this, too. You don't want to sleep on it for these deals because they may not last forever. Sherlock in them today. Mm-hmm. 
Resident Evil 7 Biohazard <laughs> is $9.89 during the sale, which I don't know what it's usually priced at, but I can tell you less than $10 for that game is a steal, especially now that we're all really hyped for Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, now's the time to play it. You, are you personally disappointed? Personally, I can't handle the sickly uh, aesthetics of that game when they're sitting at the table and there's worms and roaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. So Can't Texas Chainsaw it. Massacre. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then my final pick was, it's an older game, and I feel like you can probably find it for cheaper now most of the time, but Talos Principle oh, baby, yeah. is, is great, and it's $5.99. Talos so. Principle. I'm waiting for that. It needs to do good, so that way when Talos Principle 2 comes out, they add that multiplayer mode that they're promising. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Talos are Principle. You, are you aware of this game? Sorry. Yes, I googled it. Uh, mm-hmm. The poster is a robot petting a cat, which is wait. Amazing. Have you never played this game? I've never played it. Oh, but oh I'm gonna. John. John, it's a game for you. John. It's a game for you. Okay, it's a game for you. I'm pretty yeah. sure Mark Brown talked about it on Game Maker's Toolkit. Don't know him. Like... You don't know Mark it's... Brown? No, should I? Game Maker's Toolkit, amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll vi- oh, you have video essays, Elise. Yeah, oh, yeah. From that, I do. what's her name? Lindsay. I like Lin- I love Lindsay Ellis. Ellis. I think she's Lindsay brilliant. Ellis. Yeah, Game Maker's Toolkit, so cool, so great. A lot of Nintendo uh, videos, which are always great. They talk about, he does a whole video talking about Mario's jump and stuff. It's wonderful. John Talis Principle, definitely. It's about, I'll buy it it. for you. If you don't have the cash, if you don't It's already in in my cart, (laughs) Elise. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's how confident I am. Yes, I got some games for you. 12 games, starting at number 12. Um, no, I don't have 12 games, but I do. Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, so, you know, I love some fighting games. I know fighting games aren't for everyone, but I think if you can get a fighting game really cheap, even if you just play it for a little bit, it's about as much money as going to the arcade and spending a little money at the arcade to anymore. A couple so quarts. If it's equivalent to a couple quarters, you should pick it up. Though all of the, the entire Street Fighter collection is on sale up to 80% off on Steam, which includes a lot of games. You get Street Fighter V for 60% off. Um, also, one of the kind of lame things about Street Fighter V is how they really tried to monetize it. And uh, they did that with a lot of costumes and stuff, and they would make it really expensive and really hard to unlock costumes in the game. Mm-hmm. But there's a deal right now where you pay $4, you just get everything. It's called the all-in. So you get all the cool, Ooh. super well-designed costumes in the game. Um, little a little quiet hit here. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. We never get our Tekken Cross oh. Street Fighter as promised, but Street Fighter Cross Tekken is a, is a Street Fighter game from years and years ago that really kind of died off very fast, but is actually very well made and a lot of fun. Um, kind of an out of the box Street Fighter experience. You can get that for six dollars right now. Basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another fighting game, Injustice Two. Um, this is from NetherRealm, who makes the best single-player fighting game experiences you can possibly get. Mortal Kombat just came out. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 came out not too long ago, and they just released DLC for that. But Injustice 2 is what they made before, and let me tell you that Injustice 2 has one of the most satisfying single-player campaigns in a fighting game you could ever possibly experience. It's great. It's like reading a super awesome comic, you don't need to be good at fighting games to do it. You because like you basically at like 
there'll be a cut scene or something and then it'll be like, hey, Superman, where do you think you're going? And he's like, wherever I want to. And then it'll seamlessly turn into a match where you're controlling Flash and trying to beat Superman in the battle and then how that unfolds into the campaign. It's a really cool story and pretty remarkable how much effort they put into something that you would think they didn't need to at all. Um, you can get that 70% off for $15. Super great game. Uh, Ninja and are in it. <laughs> It's what? got the Joker. It's got the Joker. Got, it does have the Joker. Are you on a right. delay or something, James? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got it's got Hellboy too. Hellboy's in that game. Really? Um, yeah. There's a lot. They they're really great about picking characters for their fighting games. Um, then seventy five percent off for only seven dollars and fifty cents. You can get DMC Devil May Cry. This is the ninja. Th- Theory, uh, Ninja Theory's take on Devil May Cry, which is my favorite iteration of the game. Everyone was all pissed off because he didn't have oh white God, hair. Hey, you but make that hair too light. He got some pizza slice covering his dong in the beginning of the game, and the levels are awesome. The music is incredible. And for John's this, sold. John's never heard of any of these games. This for this price, I'm like, go- it, I'm googling pizza pizza crotch. Pizza Crotch. It's like a super fun game that's just like a super fun, lighthearted, cool single player experience that makes you feel like a badass. And then all of Sonic is on sale. All of the Sonic. You can get the early old school. Why are you looking like that? The early old school Sonic games for like a dollar a piece or like a dollar twenty five a piece if you want them. But the Mm -hmm. one I want to highlight is Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, the best kart racer ever made. 75% 75% off. It's only $5 right now. There's no reason Incredible. not to have it. You can still play it online. Even if you don't want to play it online, again, it has a comprehensive campaign mode, single-player mm-hmm. campaign mode that you can play all by yourself. I'm going to get us to do a big gameplay of Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform for Funhouse, and I will. no one can stop me. Or you could just do a gameplay where you play through the campaign by yourself. I've done it twice. I did it once when Sonic I played it on Wii U. No, I mean, you record the gameplay. <laughs> I played it on Wii U. I like rented it and played through the whole campaign, and I did it again on PC. So Very you cool. guys are all going to play it. Dragon rights. Yep. Great. Next Great up game. is John. Next yeah. up is me, your host for the evening. That's right. John Smith's Steam Summer Sale recommendations. By the way, we're not sponsored mm-hmm. by Steam. It's just we're sponsored by video games and our love for video games. <laughs> now, first on the list, James is shaking his head. First on the list, Doom Eternal, 50% off, 30 bucks. Um, so when Doom Eternal came out, I was like, looks like a great game. Don't really want to spend $60 on it. And I sat and I waited. And guess what? Now it's $30 and I got it. Played it last night. It's great. A little too gory for me. <laughs> it's great. Um, a little intense. Um, the nightmares that come with it are a little intense, but uh, it's looking good. And like the platforming and or just the whole movement and everything mm-hmm. is so great. And yeah. I actually I haven't I a few years ago I was playing a bunch of Overwatch and a bunch of PUBG, and then I took a break from first person shooters and I haven't really come back. Uh, so then when Doom's when I got Doom, I figured out the DPI on my mouse and everything again. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was feeling like a pro. I was jumping in the air with the rifle, getting headshots, midair headshots. And I was like, 
This is badass. So mm-hmm. I actually downloaded Overwatch again and started playing Overwatch because oh. of that. Doom yeah. Eternal. I played some of the the 2016 Doom, and I was like, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. And it's not typically a game that I would be into. I would say, um, not to knock it. It's just not usually like my kind of genre. Mm-hmm. And then when Doom Eternal came out, I played a bunch and really appreciated the, all the addition, the added platforming. And also, I mean, I play it on the simplest mode. I have no mm-hmm. pretenses over, you know, I'm a, a super gamer or anything. I'm yeah. just going to play it to, in a way that I enjoy it. And um, I I loved it. Loved every second. Didn't finish it, but played about, I don't know, six hours. Loved every second. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> uh, that's my that's, story. That's something, Elise, that I feel is a lot better uh, in the number camera. two. Not only does it have the individual, like the solely platforming yeah, stuff, but in terms of... The combat arenas. Whenever you have an encounter, uh, you can just be hopping around, platforming oh, yeah. all around it. It seems fight much feels more. Like a puzzle. Yeah, the fight feels like a puzzle, and there's a lot more like traversal, uh, traversalness uh, mm-hmm. to the combat. Right, James? I agree, John. That's the word. Traversalness. Uh, now, next, we got the other side of the gaming spectrum. That's right. It's Baba is You for twelve bucks. If you're not familiar with Baba Is You, um, this is a game made uh, from, I don't know if it's the same people, but it's the same kind of shared team uh, of the guys who made Noita, which, as you know, was mm-hmm. one of my top games of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I'm on the speedruns leaderboard from the run that we did in the recording at Funhouse, beating mm-hmm. in 12 minutes. Um Anyways, Baba is you basically it's like if you know anything about programming, even basic there there's a lot of like if then statements. And mm-hmm. Baba is you basically mm-hmm. turns that into a game where like you can there's like rocks and uh keys and doors and all these things, but then there's words that say like is uh so you can push it you can push things around where like wall is rock and then all the rocks become walls and stuff. It's it's hard to explain. If you watch the trailer for it, it all makes sense. But it's just like a brain bender. Interesting. Um, it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, really, you know, really sounds like you'd love brain. Talos Principle. That's what I'm yeah. hearing. Sounds like you'd love Baba is You. Uh, last but not least, my last recommendation. And this isn't even a recommendation. This is just a game I picked up, which seems like it's up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not recommending it but I'm saying it is on sale. <laughs> if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, this is a very similar game. Yeah, so, so, one of my uh-huh. favorite games of all time. Um, it's called Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark. Okay. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a weird title, but it's basically, it uses the same kind of, or at least from what it looks like, it's like an homage to Final Fantasy Tactics in the way the combat works and everything. Hmm. Um, it's turn-based with different classes and leveling and everything like that. Um, the art style, I'm not super big on. It's like higher res. It almost looks like, I think it's pixel art, but it's higher res pixel art. Um, I prefer smaller pixel grids. You know what I'm saying? Once you get Mm -hmm. too big, it's basically just a low res drawing. I can't. Oh, okay. I, I can't see that. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that still feels that I'm looking like at the art's really it. pretty. It seems like it. That is how Final Fantasy 
how I remember Final Fantasy Tactics being or feeling to me as a kid, but I guess mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. This is like kind of this feels like Suikoden Pixel. What? As opposed, you know, Suikoden. It feels like Suikoden Pixels as opposed oh, yeah. to as opposed to say Mario or you know, like what yes, you're talking about like I concur. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna be playing that. I've played some of Doom is Eternal. Have not started playing Baba's Your Fell. Seal, but I will definitely be playing those. Are you um, for the summer? You, are you gonna be playing any of these on your personal on your streams that you do? Um, I was actually thinking of streaming Final Fantasy Tactics because right. <laughs> uh, I've never actually beat it. It was one of my favorite games. Never beat it. So did you get Cloud? That was the only reason I played it is because they were like clouds in the game. I was like, I will try it then. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. They're mm. like. I had a friend growing up who was really into RPGs, and he was all about min-maxing and everything. And I guess, like, there's ways that, you you know, you have to grind a bunch, but you can get, like, the best class of all characters. And you can basically just plow through everything in that game. And, like, mm-hmm. that was what my friend did, and he's like, I can tell you how to do it. And then mm-hmm. he tried, and I was like, I'm just going to be a Lancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. I, uh, I never oh, got into sorry, the tactics. Go for it. I never got into the tactics games. Because at the time, as a kid, first of all, as a kid, I was like, I'm never going to play RPGs. Why would I want to play slow games where I press menus and buttons? <laughs> and then I ended up playing Suikoden <laughs> on the recommendation of some guy at, like, the rental store or whatever. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you might like this. Played Suikoden. I was like, I love RPGs. And then so I started playing RPGs. But then I created the new hang up in my head where I was like, well, I don't care for strategy RPGs, tactics. Because I don't mm-hmm. like how the world floats. <laughs> And I don't like that, pretending yeah. like it's a game of chess. Um, that is my jam, James. Mm-hmm. I love XCOM. Well, I was going to say, as an adult, I, I played XCOM. And I was like, oh, no, I, I really, like, probably after I had played a lot of Civilization and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I really love XCOM. I think it'd be cool. Are there any versions of that where you play together? Like oh. two that squads, is a great question. two squads, and obviously you have to cue your moves and coordinate with each other and stuff. But like, if you were entering from the northeast corner and I was coming from the, like the southeast corner, and we had to like take on things, but then like XCOM, once we got to the center, then it would turn out that now bad guys are spawning behind us. Is there a world where that is a game? Because I think that'd be I fun. Think- I'd I'd play a strategy game with you. That'd be fun. Hmm. This is a great, 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 great question here. Uh, I will look into it. <laughs> Let me. I will know. look into that. Let us okay. know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay, Yeehaw. it's your turn. What are you? Yo, what up? I got way more than twelve games because there's at least twenty expansion packs in the Sims Four collection. Uh, the whole Sims smokes. 4 franchise is on sale between I think like thirty to forty to fifty percent off for the base game. Wow. I feel like if there's if you ha- if you have the base game, maybe have one expansion, like this is your moment because then like you finally have the opportunity to pick up that expansion where you get to go to college or you can get a dog for like a little bit less than it would normally cost because there's a lot of expense expansions and they're all a little bit pricey, but there's a lot of stuff in them. So now's your moment. Mm-hmm. There's expansion packs, game packs, stuff packs. Oh, that's too much Sims 4. What? It's crazy. Lindsay, <laughs> can I ask a question? Which which expansion do you think is the best? Because it feels like with the experience I've had with The Sims is you play the game, 
And the base game is you have this house that's on a property and then you basically go to work and try and make your Sims happy and you design the house in a certain way. But then it's like, oh, I have to go to, go to work. And so you just mm-hmm. get in a car and you drive off and then you don't see them for eight hours of the day. Then they release expansions. They're like, it's time to go to college. But then college just ended up being a house that you live in. And when it's time to go to class, you disappear <laughs> for eight hours and then you come back. What expansion is the best that it feels like you're actually doing something as opposed to just going to a new house and then disappearing for eight hours? The the best expansions so far for, for The Sims 4 is the seasons pack because it adds all four seasons. And so throughout everything else that you're doing, the seasons are also happening. So even if you get pets and you have dogs, the seasons are still going. So now you have your dog and it's snowing and the dog probably has different things to do in the snow than it did in the summer. You know, can your dog um, get a job? So the, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. get a gig as like a show pup. I don't know. Uh, but the seasons of the, is definitely one of my favorite ones because it just changes the way you play the whole game through all the other expansions. And then the other one that I think is really good is get to work because it, it sort of solves a little bit of that thing where you send your Sim off to work and you're like, cool, I'll just fast forward time until they're done and I can come have them come home and now they're fragging and cooking and whatever. But with get to work, you get to take them to their work and suddenly you study this fossil and like uh, you mm. can pour this liquid into a, this uh, you know, beaker and oh. your chemist, like Ooh. you're, you're doing basically these little mini quests as your job. So that's mm-hmm. a fun, um, expansion pack. As far as all the game packs go, they just add like neighborhoods. And I think, and like, um, a lot of furniture and like new interactions. So I think that's what most of the game packs are and they're fun. Um, the stuff packs is literally just stuff to decorate your house. Wish with. we could be taking advantage of this with our Sims series. <sighs> I know. I, I wish. I miss it. I miss the Sims. I we need to go check on Cooter. See how I he's know, doing. I'm worried about him. Um, the other game that I would recommend because I love it. I, we were just talking about it this morning. I'm gonna play it tomorrow. Is Ark? It's ten dollars. It's a, it's ten dollars. It's crazy. This is like a fifty dollar game now, and it's a huge game. I have so many hours in this game. Um, if you're into well, that kind of game, open world, riding dinosaurs, fighting. It's, it's $10, and our, our our PA, Rick, was saying this morning that even if you don't, I guess, even if you don't want to pay, if you already own the game, there's a bunch of expansions, map expansions that are just free. Yeah. They're oh, just free on cool. Steam. Yeah, so, so it, they have different maps, which basically makes the whole world that you've already played in, but then you explore it again in a new layout. And maybe different dinosaurs and different biomes and different zones. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, he was saying you can get all those for free. So um, I think that's oh, wow. really cool, too. Lindsay, you know what else I saw that's on sale that I'm going to get? What? Is Terraria four ninety nine? <gasps> is it on sale? Oh, yes. Get Terraria. I didn't even see that because it's already in my library. But you, Terraria is another one I would recommend if it's four ninety nine. That game. I also have hundreds of hours in. And John and I were playing through it recently with Jacob and fighting the bosses. So you guys got to get it. Come join us and play us play a little bit. So we picked that game um, up because they just released like the final update. It's this huge. Mm-hmm. It was the last like big update. That's the last content. Uh, the the last Basically, update that includes new content. Yeah. And basically they added like, I guess, a kit where 
to to turn it over to the community. Where like, if you want to fuck with it and add weird shit in the future, you can do whatever you want. Um, but that one is a super fun game, so I would highly recommend that one. Lisa, I'm very excited if you get it. If you can play with us. I have no reason. It's five dollars. I have no reason not to. The other game that I didn't put on this list, but I was just saw when I was scrolling through, is that Ori is on sale, and I haven't played the second one, so I'm probably absolutely gonna buy this and and play it because I I loved the first one. So it's on sale. I'd be stupid not to get it. You know. You're not stupid. All right, don't talk that way about yourself. Okay, you're not stupid. I mean, if I don't get it, it's just stupid. Animal Animal Crossing stole our lives. It did. It gave us mm -hmm. lives. It stole our lives. Animal Crossing gave us what we needed it, in a time when we needed it most. But I think it gave me life are, for sure. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think maybe people are now tired of that life. I was really tired of going into the fucking shop every single day to see them offering me the same surfboard and three things that I already own, and they know that because I bought them two days ago. They just <laughs> yeah. update the algorithm. So I kind of burned out on it too, and the prospect of le- re-leveling the entire backside of my island just so I could build something else yeah. was a little too much for me. Yeah, I found uh, that if I once I didn't have like a goal or a mission, I kind of lost interest in that game hard. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, I spent like a month uh, building out and planning a game show inside mm-hmm. of Animal Crossing, and we had a great, great. time. Mm-hmm. It, was it was really awesome. great. Um, but once I was done with that, I was like, my job here is done. Goodbye, Spork and Dumpy, mm-hmm. I will, my favorite villagers. <laughs> I will play it probably occasionally, like when I'm just checking in to see like what's going on in Animal Crossing. But I just don't ever see me playing it the way I was playing it for too much straight. Well, like, they just wake up. Go to bed. That water update. Yeah, you go swimming. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that I'm gonna go back I for it. I don't. Know. I mean, I'm gonna go yeah. and play it. Of course, I'm gonna play it. But I'm, I'll probably play it for like an hour, and then I'm like, cool, I did yeah. it. <laughs> it doesn't solve the progression issue, which is that I wanted to make an, I wanted to make certain things, and I didn't have those resources to make those certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only way I could do it was potentially going to an online forum to find a weirdo to go to the weirdo's island to have them give me the thing that I could then yeah. do that. And I didn't yeah. really want to do that. Ah, uh, well, say yeah. la vie. Say la vie. I guess Jacob Set had the right. Jacob would have been the weirdo. Yes, but... la vie. Yeah. All right. Well, we are coming up on an hour here. Wow. Uh, so it looks like we won't have time to talk about the scary China news or the wholesome lemonade news. But I'll Can just we... give you uh, some synopsis of both. Uh, Some guy reverse engineered TikTok. Turns out it's full of malicious uh, tracking software. And basically, um, it's just farming all of your data, everything you're doing. Which is really funny hearing this story from you, John, with Lindsay also on the show, because Mm -hmm. I would say that out of the, the entire world, the two people who have told. Elise and I, you guys that we so got to get on TikTok, <laughs> got to get on TikTok the most. I deleted John it. and Lindsay. You deleted it? I deleted it. Yeah. Where am I getting you my did? TikToks from? I don't know. I guess Twitter, two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, I'll, your... maybe I'll create a burner phone that I uh, only use for TikTok. Just a TikTok phone? It's still going to know yeah. where you are. Lindsay, are you going to delete TikTok or you, you don't care? Lindsay doesn't care. They've got I the info. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brand new I mean, world, Lindsay. Like, Ugh. if I start doing anything crazy, maybe I'll delete it. <laughs> I don't know. 
<sighs> if they already have it, right? They like uh, the deed. The bad part's product. already done. Yeah. yeah. What What are they uh, digging so the, up that they haven't already? So why should I delete true. it? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're oh, right. The news. world's already over. Why fight for it? Um. So the wholesome <laughs> news. <laughs> Uh, the wholesome news is that uh, there are these two seven-year-old twins. That's right, two twins uh, <laughs> that were selling lemonade. Someone made a post about it online, and some motherfucking troll or a Karen or somebody was like, "Do they even have a permit?" Fuck off! Uh, like on the street, yeah, fuck like off. Lemonade on the street. They're kids. So guess what the parents did? They went and they got a permit. And nice. it's a, a huge story blew up. They had an hour-long line waiting to get their lemonade. Oh, right. love mm-hmm. it. Good people. And I saw I saw a video of it. They had like eight different kinds of lemonade, all different colors. It was amazing. They made when life hands there. you lemons, you get a permit to sell your lemonade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good good for them, but whoever was posting about that should be ashamed of themselves. Posting about there the are so many stuff. Karens in this world that just... Ugh. ugh. Anyways, we got stuff. We, we gotta, can't say. Yeah, you gotta focus on positive. At least, unfair. It's positive. We, that was our wholesome news. That was wholesome. We have a, wholesome we news have a Karen in our lives that we love. Her name's Karen. We and do, we love but her. I mean, Lindsay, your mom. My mom's Karen. name is Karen. <laughs> yeah, so. I know a Karen that I love too, but she is a Karen <laughs> as well. Oh, our uh, Karen is not a Karen. No, but that's that great. being said, why don't we just say pissed off people? Entitled people. people. Which, Entitled people. By the way, did 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 Dane Cook coin that? What the Karen because thing? I remember. Do you remember his Comedy Central special back in like two thousand one, where he was Vividly, just in the, yes. the black tank top and, and he was pickles, jumping around on and stage? The pickles, and where the did Karen come from? You got any coops? Yeah. You got some coops? I remember. Pickles. I remember in that he he mentioned he's like. You know in that friend group, there's always that one friend that no one likes, but they're still in that friend group. And if you don't know who we're talking about, that's you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in that, he referred to that person as Karen. Maybe. Dane Cook. Throwing it out there. No offense, Someone, but Dane, let is, me know in Dane the comments. is not an amazing name either for, you know, like, that's if we're true. trying to just Yeah, look, look, look. Okay, the Karen meme. The Karen meme is being used to describe women who commit acts that are perceived to be racist in public, like unjustly calling the police on black people and then the second point here says while it's hard to confirm the true origins of the meme many believe it is derived from a dane cook comedy routine (laughs) don't need to leave it in the comments because we got it right here in the show also Um, often combined with can i speak to the manager haircut yeah (laughs) so that from my perspective, Karen is anyone who has the "Can I speak to the manager?" attitude. It's it's the, it's the um, right. I have no I have no real problems. In but can, yeah. I, can I speak There's to the one manager? With no real problems. So I'm manifesting problems that yeah. don't that aren't problems for me. Um. Anyways, let's positive focus note. on the positive, yeah. which is that those girls are making bank selling their lemonade. And it's legit. Heck yep. yeah. So uh, before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask, what are we all watching right now? What are we streaming? <sighs> what are we getting by? What are we consuming? Um, we just watched the third season of Search Party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And John, I know you love the show too. Um, I love it. The uh, we watched the Will Ferrell, uh, Rachel McAdams Eurovision movie, which was very I'm going to watch that tonight. Comforting. Mm-hmm. 
at least I saw that and I was like, pass. But then you spoke so highly of it that I decided to check it out. I loved it. Yeah, it's really it's really good. It makes you feel good. I I think there, there are certain parts of it where I was like, I am not familiar enough with Eurovision to be laughing at all these in <laughs> these Eurovision in jokes and send ups, but Eurovision alone is a good enough concept to be ridic- silly and ridiculous that I like. Mm-hmm. I was like watching it, and I think I said to Elise that I was like, "These must be Eurovision people because the camera lands on them, and it's like, oh, it's this person." I'm like, I don't. Was know it who during they are. the song along? Yeah, yeah. That was that was such a cool sequence that I was like, okay, here they go singing. But then I, I really enjoyed it. It, it was yeah. really fun. But it's well, weird yeah. because the movies like it's almost in some ways yeah, they're say- treating them as like a joke, right? Yeah, it's treating them as like a joke. But they are also incredibly talented singers. So tonally, I was a little confused. But when you understand that it's a send up of what Eurovision is, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have something that I want to shout out. Disclosing yeah. first, it's on HBO Max. And disclosing first of all that uh, we are we work for Rooster Teeth, which is a subsidiary of Warner Brothers, which owns HBO Max. So just to make sure that's it all is? above board. Um, what Summer Camp oh, Island? Yeah, Summer Camp Island is so cute. Summer Camp Island is on HBO Max. It's a cartoon that has been my <gasps> escape. My sweet small respite. It's really cute, and it's super cute, and it's super lighthearted, and it's it's clearly intended for it's children. It's finally but out. Also made made funny enough that anyone can watch it. Um, and it's every episode is like twelve minutes long. It's real short, but there's just these like really funny, wacky, absurd cartoon stuff. I really love it, and the vibe is so fun and bubbly that it's like. The one but then thing I feel like the like flip existed. side of that is on Netflix, the Curlian Frequency. Yeah, that's the other side. Which are these short little sort of like noir kind of dark little tales mm-hmm. that we've been watching too. And those are, are great. It's a little little sweet and a little salty. Yeah, exactly. John, what are you what are yeah. you dipping in? Well, I was going to say, uh, James, Summer Camp Island is something I've been waiting for for a long time, but I forgot about. Um, mm. It's made by Julia Pott. Who, who's this person that I've been following on Vimeo since like 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great to see she got a show uh, like the, the original pilot went up online like a year or two ago mm-hmm. and I saw that I was like I can't wait for this to come out it's fantastic uh, I love it great love to hear it. that it's out now um, do, are her pajamas still alive is that yeah well there's 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 a main character who is a little little elephant and he has pajamas that talk, but everything talks. Mm-hmm. Everything on the everything, everything on the whole island is alive and has a face. It's like bug um, snacks. It's kind of <laughs> like bug snacks, only it's less scary. Yeah. Um, just real quick, I've been watching. I've been rewatching The Wire because I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also been watching. What's the other thing I've been watching? I can't remember. I can't remember. The Wire is the only thing that matters. Uh-huh. Dark season uh, three. Oh, yep. Dark season three. I watched half of that over the weekend. For anyone who's not aware of Dark, you got to watch it in German because the American English voice acting is terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a show that starts off simple and then just becomes more and more complex each season, but in a beautiful, amazing way. And I'm mm-hmm. loving it. Uh, tough to keep track of. 
If you yeah, if you a little are hard to not keep track binging, of, yeah. if you're not binging it and you have a year between season one and season two, you might need to open up an article to refresh yourself and read the wiki. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, what about you? Oh gosh, you know I've been watching TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> that's our show. That's all that's well, did, didn't you say? <laughs> didn't you say you were you were? Uh, isn't that like hundreds show? Isn't that out or yeah, something? Yeah, I mean, I'm watching the the last season of that. Actually, I did watch two episodes of that last night, and I think there's only a couple episodes left. Which and, show uh, is this? Nice. Which this is, is this? the 100 on the CW. Oh. It was like the show that in the first season, it's like a, a hundred kids. Like basically, the apocalypse happens, and then everybody goes to space, and all the different nations form a big oh, station yeah. called the Ark, mm-hmm. and then you they saw- send. And like a hundred years later or something, they send down. 100 kids to see if the ground is survivable because the arc station itself is going to run out this, of oxygen eventually. This is the last season, and then, right? Yeah, the last Wait. season is currently airing. I'm describing the first season. This is, oh, okay. this is the show you said that you're a big fan of. You like the show a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching it. I, I watched like the first two seasons like on Netflix, binged them like four or five years ago, and then I didn't watch it for several years because I was like, I don't have time to like watch it week by week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I binged all the other seasons like a month or two ago, or maybe mm-hmm. in the late fall, and then now the final season's out, so I'm watching yeah. it. That's cool. Lindsay, That's cool. can you do something real quick for me? Just a little technical thing. Can you right-click on your tab and make sure that it's not muted, the vMix tab? That it's not muted? Yeah, because I know that it, historically we've had to mute it. Can you just right-click on the tab, make sure that it's not muted? Why? What are you doing? Are you playing a sound? All right. It's not muted now. Uh, Elise, uh, you said you had something. Do you want to? Yeah. Nick, roll the clip. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going? It's Lee Majdub. I play Nelson on The 100, and uh, (laughs) I heard you're a big fan. So, uh, yeah, big surprises coming this season, and I hope you enjoy it. Bye. Ah. (laughs) Yay! Oh, my God. That's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that's so thoughtful. <laughs> he is so that nice. That was all Elise. Oh no, it, I mean Lee. Lee is just like super nice. He's so nice. He was also in, he plays Jim Carrey's like henchman in the yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic. movie. Yeah. Oh, he's that just is like so great. About, just about one of the nicest people but in Hollywood. Do you Hollywood. have another one for me where he's like, hey, it's me from Sonic? No, uh, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, one, just the one for Lindsay. Got it. <laughs> oh, um, just I'm for like the viewers at home, if you didn't catch that, <laughs> Lindsay, huge fan of the hundreds. Elise reached out to one of the actors, got to film a personalized hello was, video. I'm not. It was Lee. Lee did. He was so nice, and he mm-hmm. did it. He, that's that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And oh my gosh! I don't even know what to say because I'm like I'm like what the heck? And you know what? He wants to invite you to the prem- the pre- the finale party. The premiere of the finale of the 100. <laughs> once once Which, the virus is all over. The once the virus is over in all. two years. Yeah. Yeah. A retroactive yeah, party. Yeah, it's in space. Can't wait. They're going to, 2022. Oh my God, the, I'm going to have to show Cameron that. He's going to think that's so funny. Send me that I, clip. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll send you the, the actual clip. All right. Um, well, speaking of <laughs> anyway, sending things, <laughs> um, that was a lot of, I want to thank y'all for joining uh, me on Dude Soup today. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. For you. Okay, Thanks, okay. John. <laughs> um, well, anyways, 
uh, I love all of you, and I hope everyone <laughs> listening has a great week. And uh, that's it. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank enjoy you, first video members, enjoy your summer. for supporting for supporting on Rooster Teeth. Thank you for everyone who created a membership on Rooster Teeth watching us live while we do it. We really appreciate we appreciate the support as well. We're live every day. Check out the schedule to see what's next. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna <laughs> be live later today just... too. Yep. So that's true. We'll see you in, not, we'll see you in a little bit. We'll probably talk about how how John was uh, the best toast. <laughs> the best toast. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely love well, it great. because I think whatever you did to your brain, John, to make yourself like really funny as <laughs> like like a funny <laughs> awkward character. You can't turn it off when it's time to host. And so the battle, you struggling with yourself and the character you portray in Funhouse videos is battling. Is the episode over? It is. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. That was great. See you later.